now rocking with that dude Pascal. We be going wild, Haitian in the building, so 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 original. Got the haters, got your feelings, get your hands up to the ceiling and keep them held high. Cause Sandy Wiss is ready, forget about it, goodbye. Hold on, we just saying hi. Five somebody, rise up, weekdays, catch us live, somebody was coming. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Pascal Show. I hope you guys are doing well out there. Enjoying your morning. Man, it is Thursday, y'all. Can you believe it? First off, can you believe it's Thursday? Let me just say that. I cannot believe it's Thursday right now. I've been, uh, wow, this, this week has gone by so damn fast. I'm going to be real, but I'm happy it's been going so fast. Uh, I am not complaining about that at all. I got somebody very special on today for, that I'm very excited about. Um, you know, this dude, uh, wow. This guy went in, uh, <laughs> this guy did something very interesting. Long story short, he went, he went viral, uh, yesterday, four point something million views. I think, I think it's four or five. Maybe it's four still somewhere in between the fours. But, uh, anyway, this dude is out here. He went out of his way to go to a city council meeting and he just busted out in a rap. Uh, I'll let you guys see the video for yourself. I'm going to be showing it to you guys here. You guys can decide if this guy's got bars or not. You know what I'm saying? See if he can spit hot fire, as some people would say. You know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, before we get into all of that, you know what I'm saying? Before we jump into our conversation with our guest, Alex Stein 99. All right. Uh, please do me a favor, hit that like button down below, crush it, destroy it, make it scream out your damn name. And also do not forget to hit that subscribe button so hard that it shakes the very foundation of your private domicile. Yes, I said it. It'd be greatly, greatly appreciated. But we got to get into some conversations here. And one of them, or the main thing, is this video now before we go into the video itself i wanted to uh kind of talk with you about this article that the uh that tmz uh wrote about this guy um and about this particular viral video which by the way i mean he made it to tmz y'all that's that's crazy that's crazy tmz stopped out of their crazy ass day you know reporting about Pete Davidson and Kanye West and all the, the BS. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> they're talking about this particular video. And this video is insane, which I'm going to show only a little bit of it because obviously I can't show all of it, but you know what I'm saying. So there is a, they're titling it Ukraine Rap. Comedian shocks Texas City Council meeting uh, put a bullet in Putin's head. All right, now. Here's the most unlikely reaction to uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. A quote-unquote rapper. We'll just we'll put the, those in quotations. All right. Uh, spitting bars in a Texas City Council meeting about killing Putin and riding hard on Zelensky. So Alex Stein, that is his name. He'll be on here in just a moment. Uh, best known as internet comedian Primetime prime Stein if I'm hopefully I'm saying that correctly, uh, heated up Tuesday's meeting in Plano, Texas. So that this happened on Tuesday, y'all, by dropping some seriously anti-Putin lyrics to the council members. And you could tell from their faces, this wasn't the meeting they expected. I'm telling you, I don't know how this happened. I don't know how this went down, but we got to take a look at this video because it's pretty damn amazing. Uh, we're only going to watch a little bit of it, of course, but you can go to his uh, you can go to his Twitter page and his Instagram account. Uh, he has it all there, but he'll explain that here very, very shortly. So let's take a look at this video. I'm the proof when I'm in a booth spitting on the mic. It's anti-vax. Putin hates all of them blacks. Putin is a bad racist. Put them in the ground, white or brown. And I'm in plain old town. And you know you just got found. I'm a pimp on a blimp. It lasts a stack and shrimp. No, you can't stop my shine. I'm number 99. Okay, we got it. <laughs> Woo! Okay, so 
Man, I'm sorry. I busted out laughing on that. I thought that was hilarious, okay? Saw this on the shade room. By the way, he made it to the shade room, y'all. They posted it on the shade room. So this is this is serious, y'all. We're not joking around here, all right? This dude came out with this rap. We have got to meet this guy and pick his brain. Please welcome my brother, Alex Stein, to the show. What's up, man? Man, Pascal, thank you so much for that introduction. And let me tell you something. It's an honor to be on your show. I'm just looking at the chat. We got a lot of people watching. And um, I just want to say this, you know, going on the shade room, going on TMZ and all this stuff. Um, the reason why it's good is because I get to talk to people like you and you know, as a content creator, when you interview somebody, you become their friend. So I'm telling you the best part about this, forget about all the clout or whatever, you know, the shader and this and that. I'm happy. I get to come on your show and meet you. And you know, now we're going to collaborate on future content. So not trying to be all, you know, a little hunky dory or goofy. I'm just saying, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. You noticing like that means the world to me, dude. Anytime, man. I, I appreciate you coming on and, and chopping it up with us because I mean, this is just a fascinating thing. Cause I know that this is not, well, this is not your first rodeo doing something mm -hmm. like this, right? You've okay. done this many, many times, but go ahead. What were we going to say? Okay, so, well, I'm an insane person. So, I, you know, like I said, like you, I have a podcast, and I'm trying to get attention. People are like, oh, you're an attention whore. Well, no shite. I mean, I'm trying to get some people to watch my show, so I'm trying to get some attention. And so what happened was earlier this year, uh, Pasco, I had a video where I, I went to Dallas City Hall, and it's called the Vaccination Rap. I was like, vaccinate your body. Vaccinate me at the party. Vaccinate me in my thong. Vaccinate your dad and mom. And this song, that song went triple viral too. It didn't go as viral as this. It got three and a half million views. This video now is at like 5.3 million, something like that. I just saw that when you shared it, that's the last time I checked. Um, but what I'm saying is I've been going to meetings, Pascal. I, I started off at the beginning of the pandemic and I would, I would go to city council meetings and I would be, it was all on zoom at the beginning because everything was closed down. I would be serious though, Pascal. I'd be dead serious. And I'd be like, you're shutting down the parks. Like I need to go exercise. I don't care how bad the pandemic is. I should be able to, you know, use the restroom at the park. And I was talking about serious subjects, you know, you know, basically not just being conspiracy nut, but just, you know, talking about normal things. They didn't even pay attention it, it, the, because these politicians are what are considered Pascal non-playable characters. That's a video game terminology when, you know, in the video game, you try to interact with the player, you can't. So that's what these politicians are. They're kind of on their high horse. And when you're all serious to them, you can't really get them to interact. But what I noticed is the goofier I got and the crazier I got, the more I got a reaction out of the people. So that's where I'm at now. It started off as a very serious, earnest thing. And now I've taken it to the extreme of trying to be almost mocking them, almost kind of making a joke out of it because it's so serious. We got to take ourselves less serious, in my opinion. So that's that's where I'm at. As I've been doing this for now almost two years, a year and nine months, a year and nine months. So it takes a lot of time to go viral. It doesn't just happen. It, you think it's overnight, but man, I went to a lot of meetings and it looked. It got a lot of bad looks from a lot of mayors and city council members that nobody ever saw. Yeah, you know, it's 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 interesting that, uh, you know, you, you were just saying, within that uh that it, it takes time for a, vi a video to go viral or to go and try to do a specific uh like a a, a stunt if you will right? it is a stunt it's a publicity it's stunt. stunt yes it's a stunt it's a stunt because obviously you know with you know not trying to diminish what you you, you know, can diminish me i'm an idiot pasco i'm a dummy i don't want anybody to think i'm, I'm an idiot i'm a, i listen we take ourselves too seriously you can make fun of me all you want i make fun of myself sorry go ahead no no, no you're right no 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 no. You, you ain't wrong i mean that that's the whole part of being a comedian right is mm -hmm. it's that side of uh being able to poke fun at yourself not taking yourself too seriously and also realizing that hey it takes time to get out here and get people to know who you are especially if you want to know if they want if you want them to know you in a specific way, because I mean, if you were some serious dude that's motivational and all that stuff, you wouldn't be doing these stunts, no. right? You, of course, not at all. You'd be. Doing I said, it's funny you say that. It's funny. It's actually the motivational thing. I'm an anti-influencer. I want people to do the opposite of me, Pasco, and I mean that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, guys, look at me and do the opposite because I'm an idiot. I'm not a smart guy. You know, like I said, I'm not some sort of role model like Charles Barkley used to say. I don't want to be one of these influencers. Oh, because I like this shirt, you should buy this shirt. No. If I like that shirt, I probably got it at a thrift store. It's probably cheap. I'm saying don't don't follow my lead is what I want people to know. I'm I'm a, a super freak. Only one person can handle um, you know, I guess the 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 ridicule and all that stuff. I'm built for this, as they say, Pascal. 
Word, word. Uh, oh, by the way, just so you know, it's Pascal. Oh, Pascal. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Excuse me, Pascal. Excuse it's me. Okay. Well, you it's fun. No, so I'm going to well, diminish you no, now. No, Pascal, because it's funny. My, my one of my good one of my good friends is John Pascal. So I'm used. To, I call him Pascal. So Pascal. Excuse yeah. me. So I'm just used to call my buddy uh, Pascal. So Pascal. Excuse us, moi, as I say. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, it's all good. You're good, man. Good. Um, but uh, okay. So with this video, right now, I know that you've done this before. This particular thing, you'll go to a city council and you'll do your thing. This time it was a wrap. Other ones, you've there's been other different tactics, right, and different mm -hmm. moves. Uh, so tell me, how does this happen? How how do you get into the room and how do they not shut off the mic? Why do they just <laughs> let you do? Like, how does that go down? Well, I it, think somebody would go up there and turn off the mic or pull a plug or something, right? You see, you're so funny. That's so true because that's what everybody says. Like, how do they even let you do this? But see, the problem is on a Zoom call, they can shut you down. I've had so many Zoom calls, like the mayor of Boston, these mayors of these big cities. As soon as you get goofy, click 86, you're done. But when you're in person, it, that you know, you have a lot more leniency. You have a more leniency because they say they state in the rules that as long as you're not boisterous or you don't say anything like, you know, you don't cuss too much. They're basically going to give you your First Amendment right of freedom of speech. You're going to be able to go up there and do whatever you want. So when you're in person, they really can't stop you because I've seen forget like all the weird stuff I've seen going to these meetings. I've seen other people that get arrested for like a DWI or had their their kids taken for child protective services. And people go off Pascal um, Pasqual. I'm saying they go off like, oh, I'm going to kill you. I want to do all this stuff. And they'll let them speak. I mean, they, they'll go even way wilder than me because at the end of the day, it's only three minutes. They're, they're going to let you have your time uh, no matter how crazy. So even though I'm super crazy, as a matter of fact, there's even people that have said more. They haven't done raps. I haven't seen people rap, but I've seen people say threatening stuff, aggressive stuff that they've I've, let fly. Yeah, I've seen other people do like where they're actually singing uh, yeah. uh, songs like, they, you know, they're doing like a whole new world, but they're singing about you know uh getting the poke or not to, to get the poke or they yeah. you know what i mean they they flip things around and all that which is hilarious right it's it's just absolutely ridiculous and hilarious but people still eat that stuff up um and it's still going viral like crazy but you know it is well i want to say this they, they they go up there for a reason right to be heard right yes but this is what's so effective this is the thing is in like this is why people the most effective thing is to play to persons uh, to play to a person's emotions and kind of make people question the reality in which they're living. So that's when I go and do these goofball stuff. People are like, "Is this real or is this fake?" And that's what triggers somebody to actually do some research. So I think that is when you blur the line of reality and fiction, it makes people wonder like, "Is this real? Would an idiot really go up there and <laughs> say this? You know, is this a troll? Is this like somebody that's just really mentally deranged?" So it's blurring that line for me as a comedian. It's like Andy Kaufman used to do it. it uh, you know, he was a famous comedian that Jim Carrey did a uh, movie about. And in that, he used to always want to blur the line of reality and fiction. And that's really my goal is I want to make people question what's going on, even more so than laugh or cry. I want them to be like, is this is this what's going on? I, and then I need to do some research. That's what I want to do. I want to invoke an emotional response. Right on. And I get that. I see that. And I, and I, and I get the Andy, uh, Andy Kaufman um, uh, uh, approach to everything right um you know he had his different characters and all that and no one really knew if he those characters were him or if they were separate people um he was always playing that illusion right uh, um and, and just trying to keep the reality of the his comedy kind of askew which is very interesting as well but as far as your stuff i mean would you say that you are i mean do you do stand-up like what, what's well, I, mean, I, I used to do a lot of stand up when I was younger, but this is the thing is the stand up comedy world in, in this day and age, the meme memes have taken over stand up comedy. People would rather just look at a, a meme and laugh instead of going to a club and watching a uh, comedy. And like you as a content creator, you know, this is what people want. They actually want to see like a digital version of comedy. So, yeah, I mean, I, of course, I consider myself a public speaker, a comedian, but. And in this day and age, people aren't really it's it, comedy's not like it was in the early 2000s, in the 90s. Like, I don't right. I mean, I used to love like Cat Williams, Dave Chappelle. Obviously, these guys are big stand up comedians. But, dude, there was a time when like Chris Rock's comedy special was like the number one movie all year long, you know. And now this day and age, that stand up comedy, it just doesn't have that same 
flavor because it's not as potent as one meme or one you know short video so it's kind of sad that that the art of of stand-up comedy it's never going to die because people always want to see public people speak publicly and be funny but it's just not the it's just not as popular i think as it once was yeah i yeah it's a lot of people are getting hit bad yeah. you know a lot of stand-up comedians now the things that they said in the past are now circling back and you know, kicking them in the ass right now. And, and it's it's not so great. I, I get that. I see that big time. Um, and well, it's, political- it's, hard be, it's hard to be funny out here without the fear of getting canceled. Right. You're 100 percent right. I mean, I mean, and, and you look at like a lot of the media that we're getting today. It is all about political correctness. And at some point, like we don't want to be rude. I don't want to be, you know, people like, oh, you're you know, you're transphobic, this and that. That's not true at all. Listen, I love gay and trans people. I have uh, gay and trans people in my family that I care very much about. So what I'm saying is. We should be able to make fun of everything. And in the 90s, there was a time in this in this world we could make fun of anything. But that's gone out the window. Now you have to color within the lines, and it's almost impossible to be funny. So you look at shows like Saturday Night Live that used to be a great show. Now it's their, their videos don't, don't hardly ever go viral anymore because it's just not that funny because they have to worry about making somebody upset. And we're oversensitized because what, what has happened in the world is they've, they've convinced us to all be a victim. And I'm not saying that there aren't reasons that, that society has, you know, it's been socially engineered against us, but this victim mentality is making it where you have to do comedy on eggshells. And that's now how comedy is meant to be done. No, it's not. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be pushing the envelope. That's the whole purpose of doing that. Also, what I find in in comedy is there's a lot of truth within that comedy, or it makes you think, you know, if somebody you're laughing because sometimes it's true, right? Yeah. Or man, you go, wow, that's hilarious. But later on you go, whoa, there was a deeper meaning in that. That's what I've realized with comedy, you know, especially when they're doing social, it's a lot of social commentary on what's really going on in the world. Right. And now we can't do that. Now there's not a lot of that anymore. Now it's just, it's, well, just, look, it's just I, dick and fart jokes. That's basically well, all it is. Oh, you remember, remember that last time you had sex? And then they just talk about that. There's really not many uh, artists or, you know, comedians out here that are willing to actually push the envelope, shock and awe, but make them laugh. You know what I mean? Well, no, you're 100% right. And I talk about this on my show quite a bit. If you look at the top movies from 1994, it's like Pulp Fiction, American Pie, Shawshank Redemption. I mean, just these movies that last the test of time. Hmm. Then you look at the top movies from 2021, it's like Boss Baby 3 and Spider-Man. Now, Spider-Man's a good movie. I'm just saying, you know, it should be a good movie. It costs $500 million. But the art that we're creating today is not as good as it once was even in the 90s. And and, and it's it's not hard to see that. If, like I said, guys, anybody, Google the top movies of 2020, whatever, 2019, and compare it with the top movies of any year in the 90s, you're going to be like, what in the heck? I mean, in the 90s, all these movies were funny because people don't push that envelope anymore. No, they don't. No, they don't. And people are scared. That's basically it. What it is, they're scared because social media has become. Oh man, you know. Let me let me let me just say this. Let me keep it straight, funky with you, bro. All right. I love social media. Yeah. I love what I do. Right. I wouldn't be doing this every single damn day. Yeah. Almost two, three, sometimes four times a day. Yeah. Getting live, talking to people about things that are going on in the world, speaking my mind on the news, speaking my mind on things that are going on. If I didn't love social media, let's keep it yeah. real. All of us, even the people that are in the, the family that's in the chat. I, right now, I'm full blown addicted. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. But you you yeah. see what you get what I'm saying here. You know, uh, it. I love it. But the one thing, the problem is, is that there's that double edged sword. There's the the con to the to the other side that it can they can use it against you to destroy you. Right. So if you go out there, for example, uh, and, and do your thing. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not a fan of those Karens that are out here that are spitting out racial slurs and all that. Please expose. No, that that's terrible. Answer. Yes, but that is the situation of if you go out there, say you do some stand up, man. Say you go up there and you say some racy comment on on stage. Somebody got their phone out. They posted on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and freaking MySpace for crying out loud. <laughs> Friendster up in this biz night. Yeah. And then suddenly you are completely canceled. You're completely destroyed. Your life is destroyed. Your work is destroyed, so on and so forth. And that's the problem, right? That's the problem for a lot of artists. We can't yeah. really express what we really truly feel because somebody's going to go out of their way to make sure your life is ruined. 
No, you're right. And they can cancel you. But this is the other problem with social media is that in social media, we put our best face forward. And really what this is, I, I have a show called The Conspiracy Castle, and this is kind of the conspiracy is what they want us to do is they want us to get into that social media lifestyle because now they're talking about the metaverse. And now they say that they have gloves and they have um, um, devices now where you're going to be able to not tell digital sex from real sex. And so this is my conspiracy tinfoil hat thing is they get us locked into this fake world, this social media world, because they know the world we live in is we're depressed, we're worried, we're stressed about bills. So we can be our best self on social media. And what they're going to do is they're going to get kids raised on the social media lifestyle. And they're going to make life so bad here on earth that people are going to run into the fake metaverse. People are going to love in the metaverse. It's like Ready Player One, where you're all in trailers, but you wear your you wear your uh, yeah. like you wear your helmet. And then in the metaverse, you can be you can be ten feet tall. You can be a monster. You can be whatever you want. You know what I mean? And right. that's what I, that's kind of like the social media programming. You and I. We're probably that technology will probably be after our time where we're not going to have that. But I'm just saying it's the social programming of social media that in its way, I love it. I use it as a tool, but it's also a poison at the same time. So it's it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a vicious cycle, I guess you'd say. It's like you need it. But at the same time, it kind of takes away some of your your like pureness in a weird way. Yeah, it's <laughs> ah, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, like I said, I love social media. Yeah. But I do it for work. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Uh, I, I don't use it for my regular every single day type of thing or, or use it to try to destroy a person's life, um, which is what a lot of there's a lot of people out here on social media that will take their time. They got time out here, man. This lock this lockdown. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Well, we got locked up. Like everybody got time now yeah. to do that kind of stuff. You know, do the 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 internet sleuthing, the yeah. d digital detective work, and go. Oh, I know who this guy is. He does the, 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 the you know. It's it's scary out here. But I digress. I digress. But um, let me say this. The lockdown has been so terrible. But listen, it got you to get motivated to do your show. It got me to do my show. So I'm saying, in a way, it's kind of good. I mean, I, I don't want to say that at all. Listen, my mom died uh, of COVID during the pandemic. And she uh, she was given remdesivir and died. So this has been terrible. But what I'm saying um, is the pandemic, you have to have gratitude. No matter how bad the world is, no matter how much it is is raining urine on you, you had to get an umbrella and block it some sort of way. And you got to have gratitude even in the worst times. So you got to, I guess what they say, you got to turn um, uh, poop into sugar. I don't want to say the S word because I know you're not cussing on the show, but you know what I mean? You really do. You have to just take the hand that you're dealt and, and play it the best you can. And I think that's really important uh, for people to realize. You know what? Uh, I, and I agree with that. I mean, you know, uh, in, in any way. Right. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously you, you and I don't see uh, eye to eye on everything, just no. like any other two people on this planet. Right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I do. I do agree with that completely. We'd be all robots. Could you imagine if we agreed on everything? Could you imagine we'd literally be just insane, man. I mean, it would be absolutely be... insane. Yeah. If, oh, if yeah. we were, I mean, if we all agreed on the same freaking things. Yeah, this would be a very, very boring ass world. Yeah. Uh, for sure. But uh, Lady Justice, thank you so much for the five dollar super chat. I really do appreciate it. She's uh, she's messing with you, man. She said, uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe to the Pascal show. Yeah, I know. Pascal's Pascal. my boy. That's Pascal. why I say that. Yeah, I know. It's Pascal. Yeah, no, sorry. No, it's Pascal. Pascal. Pascal, I can't even there speak Pascal. Go. Dude, I look at this. I'm from Dallas, Texas. I speak with a little bit of a twang. I don't know it's how to so talk. I, it's early for me. I ain't mad at you, bro. It's all good. But anyway, uh, don't forget to hit that notification bell, by the way. Brion <laughs> is the best mod ever, Pasquale. Yes. Yes. It is Pascal. Okay. But uh, thank you so much for the $5 super chat. You damn troll, Lady Justice. You yeah. are a damn troll. But and anyway. I'm a troll, so I love it. And that's the other thing we were talking about earlier. It's like, dude, I actually encourage more people to go troll people and not in a mean way. I, I, I make content with a guy named Cassidy Campbell who has like a, he has like a million subs on YouTube. I don't ever want to be mean to anybody unless like, you know, they do something to me. I, like, you know what I mean? I want to, I want to be, I want to be lighthearted. I want to be the butt of the joke, not other people. So Word. if people want to troll me, go ahead. I can take it. Um, then that's when I do these crazy things. I want to be the butt. I want people to be like, Oh, that guy's an idiot. I don't want to make other people feel like an idiot. Yeah, no. And it's okay. Um, you know, uh, for me, I feel you, uh, the thing is, it's like, I, I want to be able to, uh, make people think, uh, and if it makes 
shoot, I'm on this show a lot and I make a lot of mistakes and I make a fool out of myself every single day. I really don't give a damn. I expose myself on this. That sounds wrong. Hold up. Pause. Rewind. I don't expose myself. Okay. I expose my personality on this show. See, that sounds wrong too. Let me just rewind that again. Uh, Yeah, I'm just truthful. There we go. I am myself on this show and that's all it is. You know what I'm saying? But there, you know, there are a lot of people out here that just don't get the opportunity to really, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, in let themselves go. So I'm just like, all right, I'm going to let myself go. I'm going to make myself look the fool. That is fine because that's the whole point, right? Exposing or I can't even use exposing. That sounds weird. Exposing oneself in a, in that way. Right. Uh, so that people can also expose themselves. A hundred percent. I know that's excuse. It's kind of hard to say, but like I said, like guys, we need to be unapologetically ourselves. People are going to judge you no matter what you do, whether you're like perfect. If you're, you know, you're the biggest Christian, you go to church every day. People are like, Oh, well they're annoying Christian. I'm just saying there's nothing, there's nothing you can do in your life where somebody is going to be like, Oh, that person's great. So you shouldn't worry about the opinion of strangers. And we got to lean into ourselves. We need to be unapologetically ourselves. That is, I and like I said, I'm not a role model. I'm not even, I don't consider myself an influencer. But if I would give anybody advice is just stop worrying about the opinion of others and be yourself because you're yourself is a unique person. You yourself, every single person is special. Just to get here, we had to have 8,000 grandparents had to have sex at an exact time. So they want to make you think that like, you know, you're just some, you know, cosmic accident. You're not, you're a special human being and you need to be yourself. You need to embrace it. And I think for me, that's when I started to see, I guess the most successful my channel. And I'm sure you as a broadcaster is when you're just yourself, because people can tell when you're being authentic or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. So real quick, let's get, let's go over to this, this video. Okay. okay? Let's talk about this viral video real quick. Because obviously we could talk about the the concepts and the theories of com uh, being a comedian of comedy and all that and and just being a a personality or uh, a a ant a a influencer or a reluctant influencer out here. Where what is your stance on the war in Ukraine? Well, see that's it's, the it's, there's a lot of people out here real quick because a lot of people out here that might look at that video, even though it's really really it's 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 freaking funny. Okay, <laughs> to me I was laughing I was laughing out loud. All right. But I feel like some people might look at that as a parody to other, say, people that are for or are against the war in Ukraine. Are you for or against the war in Ukraine? Well, I'm a conflict interventionist. I don't believe we should be fighting a war. And let me tell you something. I'm not saying we should. I'm not trying to defend Putin. Putin's a terrible guy in his own country. Any journalists that speak against him, they'll kill him. So Putin's a terrible person. But at the same time, you have Kamala Harris is going to spend all their time in Poland worrying about the border between the Ukraine and Russia. But let me tell you something. I'm in Dallas, Texas. We have a border here in Texas, Del Rio, where every single day we have cheap fentanyl just coming through the border. One of my best friends is a guy named Clark Gable I worked with was a wild party animal. I would have thought he had a huge high tolerance to drugs. Well, one night he bought drugs that were laced with fentanyl, took him, and I don't say this jokingly, woke up dead. I'm saying like he wasn't even partying. He was just with his family, his 19-month-old mm. baby in bed. So I'm saying we have a huge crisis at our own border. We have issues here in America, but they want to use all this money for the military industrial complex on billions of dollars of war material when that doesn't help me. That doesn't help the poor single mothers out here. That doesn't help all the people that are struggling with their college debt. We could reappropriate a lot of those funds that we use for the military industrial complex to fight these wars and actually help people instead of killing people because of imaginary lines that we draw on the sand. So at the same time, I'm not saying we shouldn't help people. I see these videos of these Ukrainian people burned up, their cats and their animals and their flame. It makes me sick. It's hard not to feel sorry for somebody like that. But at the same time, we're human beings. We have a brain. We have a, a, a thumb. Like, we're different than these animals. We should, we should stop treating each other like animals and start treating each other like human beings. So – for me, I don't want to get involved in World War III. If I had to choose, I don't want to do World War III at all. But sadly, it's inevitable. We're going to watch. It's going to happen. So then what made you go and do the rap? Because about, about Putin, about, you know, this anti-war in Ukraine, right? Well, what, what, what inspired you to do that? 
The idea was because I'm looking, uh, and I didn't watch it live, but I saw this clip of this guy, Lindsey Graham, and he's talking about how, he, you know, oh, we need to go uh, kill Putin. We need somebody to take out Putin. And in my mind, I'm not a politician, at least not yet. And it just doesn't seem very diplomatic. Like the diplomacy is gone. We're just calling for the, the killing of people, and it's just totally okay. And then also as well on, on YouTube, they said it's okay to talk about killing russians on youtube they even said that they said you can say whatever you want as long as it's is uh is, it does it's not a community guideline strikes as long as you are talking bad about russia so in my mind i'm kind of like well let me just parrot the mainstream media that's all i'm doing i'm putting a mirror to what you see on fox news what you see on cnn and i'm just trying to say it in a way that if you actually listen to it you're kind of like man is this really how i feel do i really just want to kill a person that i don't even know over issues that i don't even care about and that's where we're at. So I was just really trying to mock the 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 what I call trauma based mind control that the media feeds us all the time. Interesting, um, because you know a lot. Of- <laughs> I hate that the mic was clipping like that. And you know, it's funny. You, you see, in in the booth, in in the thing, like this is on their stream, so it's clipping. But like, it, I have a clip from my camera in there. It wasn't clipping, so it's like people are like, oh, why would you keep yelling in the mic? Well, in the room, it wasn't making that same sound. There's like, I guess there's two mics: one that goes for their live stream, and then one that goes to the speakers. So it wasn't clipping. But I can't believe it. I listened to it, so I can't even listen to it anymore. I, you know, I, I, I've I've heard it so many times. It makes right. me, you know, I, I can't hardly watch my own voice listen to my own voice or watch my own content it, it kind of makes me uh i just can't I, I yeah it's hard oh it's all good i i understand how you feel um uh but uh how long did it take you to make that rap dude that's off the dome dude i'm a freestyle yeah, yes i'm prime time 99 yes and so well listen i had some wow, rhymes in my head that's a freestyle i had gas prices way Very too nice. high vladimir putin has got to die but like the, the people people are like people are like oh we love the sanitizer and the pfizer i just ran it i'm a freestyle king i and, I, and listen like you know you know you might not oh think it. you're saying do i have bars dude you can put on any instrumental i got bars all day i got more bars in the weight room dude i got i mean i got them all i mean i mean dude yes i'm serious oh really now are play you a down, song. Are you play a song. Challenge? Yes, challenge me. Okay. I'm Project 99. Dude, I'm off the dome. I'm acapella, fella. Come Hold on. Hold up. Hold up then. Yes. Do do okay. any copyright free rap. I'm gonna I'm gonna spit bars. That's I'm gonna, you know. That's literally what I'm doing right now. I'm I'm just using one of my things that I use all, all the time. Actually, mm, can I use this? This is like um um what's the show mm. with uh, uh Sway on uh oh, on, yeah. uh, on Sirius XM? <laughs> Ah, the most random man this is gonna be amazing hold up (laughs) come on oh my god hold up hold up i gotta i gotta get this i gotta takes a second you let him search guys for the people who are playing at home and this is you know a little bit of uh copyright stuff copyright you know what i mean so delayed gratification guys so just wait while we pull it up but you're about to see prime time grind and shine live and listen listen we're doing this in the morning we're getting out of bed and we're going off the dome there's no i know this is all freestyle you guys even in the chat i want you guys to put some topics in the chat that you want me to wrap up i will even drop that that's what i'm saying i'm looking at the chat right now there's 100 people watching uh you guys put some and that's just on youtube but put you guys put some uh, uh topics you guys want me to mention and i will Ooh. i will uh i'll throw in there yes yeah, sway in the booth in the morning yes yeah sway in the booth yes mm-hmm. well i am ready put me on sway well we'll see this will be this will be my uh audition tape for sway how about that well you know what i'm just gonna use uh well I'm just going to use the track that I usually use because I'm trying to find some copywritten stuff and I'm having some issues. I, I like how Peggy's on there talking about he'll be doing satanic rituals. Like, that's another thing is like, you know, before getting too conspiratorial, I know well, he's, I kind of like what you're saying is there is this is, I guess what I'm trying to say. There is a battle of good versus evil out there, you know, whether you want to call it Satan or God. And I guess what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to be on the good side. You know, I, that's, that's what I want is, is I do believe there is a battle of good versus evil. So they're talking about that satanic stuff. Uh, you're kind of right. It's like we are in a culture war where they want to make you think that, you know, you're just this cosmic accident and your life doesn't matter. But guys, I just want to stress that your life does matter. Your life is important. No matter how depressed you are, no matter how bad it is, it can always be worse. So um, in the battle of good versus evil, we got to try to be good. This is amazing. All right, so let's do this. Uh, this is a track that I always use at the end of my show, but um, I'm just going to play it because this is the only thing I got that's copywritten right now. All right. 
Is this? Let's go. This Turn it up a little. Let me go. Let's go. Let's go. We got to flow. We're in the morning. Grindy shine. Prime time. Number nine and nine. Always on the grind. Always blow your mind. Spit and shine. One more time. Yes, I'm prime time. Blow your mind. Yes, I am a freak. Vaccinate my body at that party. Stick that needle deep in my arm. Stick that needle deep in your mom. Play it like Donkey freaking Kong. Play it like a game in the Hall of Fame. Ain't no shame. Prime time 99. Insane in the brain. Doing cocaine all day long. Vaccinate your dad. Vaccinate your mom. Stick the needle in your arm. This booster is the charm. I'm a freak with my nipples. I'm a pop you like a pimple. I'm a real G. Can't you see? Nobody can fuck with me. Ah, oh, there we go. There we go. Oh my. There you go. There you guys have it. That there you go. That that actually happened. That that actually happened. <laughs> that actually happened. Wow, wow! Pop it like a pimple. Uh, I don't. Even, I, there was so much in there that you. There's said. a lot. There's a lot I, in there. I'm sweating now. I'm hot because when I my brain starts working, I now I'm starting sweating. I gotta get my fan. I gotta turn my fan you're, on. You're burning calories Ooh. now. You think it's you were so damn hard. You're burning calories. All right, man. Uh, so let everybody know where you they can find uh, your show because I know you have the conspiracy castle. Yes, sir. Uh, YouTube and all that. So um, let people know, man. Hey, guys, if you guys want to support me, go to the Conspiracy Castle. Give me a like or subscribe. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, and I respond to all my messages. It takes a minute, but I'll get back to you if you guys want to, you know, make fun of me, tease me, say something nice. I, bring it on. I really appreciate it. And, dude, thank you for having me on your show. I'm not going to just kiss your butt, but I'm saying as an independent content creator, let me tell you something. It takes a lot of hard work. You got to find guests. You got to stream on StreamYard. He's doing this. He's producing his show. So, you, guys, all that support, it's not even really about the money. It's about the actual support. When you do a super chat, whether it's $2 or $200, I guarantee it has a similar effect. It has basically the same effect because it's about the support. So just remember, guys, these independent con content creators like us, we're not, you know, pumped up by the mainstream media. We don't have that, you know, same uh, uh, belly of the beast system to help us get our content out there. So your individual support is what keeps us afloat. So thank you so much for having me on and make sure guys course, send super chats and share <laughs> and like, and subscribe, do all the, the cliche stuff. Cause I, I know I appreciate it. And uh, you know, that's the only way is that's the only way we grow is your help. So thank you all very much. Yeah, man. And Hey, Alex, uh, you know, I'd uh, love to have you back on sometime soon. Where, By the way, uh, are you in? So you're in Texas. I'm right? in Dallas. Yeah, I'm in Dallas. Okay. You know, yeah, okay. I am born okay. and raised. Where yeah. are you? Uh, I'm in St. Louis, man. Oh, yeah, Missouri. Yeah, you said that in the message. Yeah, we're in the same yeah. time zone. Well, yeah. well, I need to go. I need to speak at one of the St. Louis. I've actually I, I actually spoke at the St. Louis one, but I don't think I was that funny. I think I was kind of serious. Um but no, I'm telling you, you need to go do this. You need to copy me and go speak at a city council meeting. I know you don't want to, but you have to. You're shaking your head. You would go viral. You got to do something. Your audience would love it. I'm telling you, you got to do it. I, I would definitely be down for something like that uh, if it wasn't already done before. You see Okay. All right. All right. Thing, all right, though, all right. Too, is how did you get, how did you obtain the actual video? I think they did. Well, that's the other thing is all these city councils, they stream it, they, you know, and some have better quality than others. Some have like really bad Logitech cameras from 1985. You know, you, you right, know, you, the, right. the city stream is just like, you know, 240p or whatever that, you know, I mean, but Plano's had really nice ones. So, so usually they do a live stream and they, they film these meetings. So it's almost like um, being on TV, but it's, you know, it's, it's whatever the city TV. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. That's good to know. That's good yeah. to know. Man, I appreciate your energy, man. I appreciate you coming on and chopping it up with me and all that. You know what I mean? And uh man, you know, it's nice to have um just just different energy on the show. You know what I'm saying? So I do appreciate you coming in, chopping it up with me. And, and tell Agro Vixen I will be your second husband in the chat. I will be Agro. Yes, yes, I do. I say I do. I can be, I'll be a simp. Uh, I'll be your simp. I'll be your side piece. <laughs> yes, but anyway, man. Uh, thank you so much for being on. I appreciate it. Uh, oh, she she put it in as a super chat. Thank you so much. Thank Andrew. you. Thank you, Nur. I appreciate it, sweetheart. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, it is. Uh, I appreciate you coming on and chopping it up with me, guys. Go check out his his YouTube channel, Conspiracy Castle. Uh, he has other types of videos like this, uh, like the one that he did uh, in Plano. It's hilarious um and uh check it out you know what i mean because i know some people might wonder 
if this is you saying something or saying something else. You see what I'm saying? Um, yes. That, well, that's what I want. I'm saying that's what I want. Before we get going, though, before we get going, because I think this is something that we need to talk about, too, right? Because um, I know that you've been on, like, a lot of conservative shows. Yeah, yes, yes, right? yes. So... Are you there? I hope it's not my internet. Did my internet freeze? It must be mine. Oh, oh no, no, you're good. Okay. okay, so you're talking about, yes, I've been on a bunch of conservative stuff, uh, and you're going to ask me my, my, uh, my politics, I hope? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Okay, this is what I'm saying is, dude, I'm not even really conservative. I consider myself very socially liberal. I'm pro-gay marriage. And I, the only thing, and I really, if you're if you're 17, I think you should you can wear a dress. You can trans. Uh, the only thing, my only issue with transgenderism, not that I even have, is, is I think we're getting putting kids on puberty blockers. That's a little weird. So I'm saying of those two issues, gay marriage, trans stuff, I'm not anti-trans. That's like, that's where they try to come at me. So then, my question then is this: uh, because I've I've seen you like on the Blaze, I've seen mm -hmm. some like stuff on Daily Wire, so on and so forth. So I, I'm I'm wondering why I, I'm wondering if you are more liberal. Why are have I seen you when I was doing my research? Why are you more on conservative platforms? Well, it's because I'm really it's not even I'm not on any side. The government, it doesn't matter. The left wing and right wing are on the same bird. That's what people don't realize. And all these people that are conservatives like Dan Crenshaw and stuff, they try to act like they're some super conservative. They're all what they call rhinos. They're Republican in name only. They're all frauds, too. So it's like I don't even want to pick a political side because I'm in the middle. I, I'm right in the middle. And at the same time, the left wants to go to war. The right wants to go to war. I don't like or I don't like spending money on war when I have issues that I can that I feel like are more important. So for me, I, I you know, everybody says I'm in the middle. I really do consider myself in the middle. But in this day and age, the left has gone so far left that, you know, you're almost considered conservative if you're not just all the way left, if that makes sense. The left yeah. has gone so far to the left that I'm considered a conservative. When I'm really considered, can, a lot of the platforms I go on, they think I'm absurd. They think, I, you know, even like on the right wing stuff, they're like, what? You're, you're, you know, you don't care about gay marriage. You don't care about this. I'm like, no, I don't, because I want people to have their individual freedom. Even with a vaccine, if you want to get vaccinated, go ahead. I don't care. I don't want to, I, they try to say, I, go get back, go get boosted. If that's what you want to do, go yeah. do it. I don't want to make any decisions for you. I just want to be myself wow. and you make the decisions yourself. Wow. Uh, you know, I kind of am in the same way uh, like that as well, like because uh, I'm not I'm not conservative at all. Yeah. Um, and I, I am more liberal, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't sit there and say I'm all the way. But yeah. I do have my but a lot of my ideals lean left right well, and let me and let me tell you something i'm in the bail bond business and this is the thing is systemic racism is real we have a prison system that's filled with non-violent drug offenders black men and that so what that does is that destabilizes uh you know the black household it's a denuclearization of 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 the black families that's a real thing so i do believe we need to lift up black people we need to help black people 100 because they've been marginalized 1000%. So I talk about yes. that all the time. So, you know, for these people, it's like, oh, you know, you're conservative. At the end of the day, I'm really down the middle and I want to help people that need help. I don't want to, you know, exclude anybody. I want to be fully, they said, talk about uh, being progressive. I consider myself progressive, but at the same time, I don't think that, you know, the idea of social justice being uh, used as a weapon to make everybody feel like a victim. That's the problem is that it's like we got to kind of they've made us all become victims. And there are a lot of people that are victims. But at some point we have to just take that and, and try to rise above it. That's the only thing. So I guess we need a better system that doesn't marginalize people. But sadly, both sides are just going to bicker and fight and we're never going to actually solve the problems. They pin us against each other. They pin the left against the right. And so we don't ever after go, we don't ever go after the actual politicians that can fix our problems. Yeah. I mean, well, I agree. I think that there's a lot that we need to figure out. Right. Mm -hmm. And and I think that it's not so black and white. Right. No. It's not so it's, it's, there's a lot of gray. And very, I think, that, I think that the way the world is, the way the world works, we are very much in the middle. Like, it's not all like, oh, you know, it, it's got to be this way or this way only, or it's got to be the left and the left only. I feel like there's, it's got to be a, a mix, right? It's got to be a mix with, between that red and blue, which makes purple. 
Yeah. I love the purple, but see, that's the other thing is like, you look at Kamala Harris is, is she even admitted on, um, not the shade. I mean, on, um, the breakfast club that she smoked weed yet. She signed in the three strike law that put a lot of people in jail. Uh, exactly. uh, uh, so it's like, she actually marginalized a lot of black people with her legislation. So we need to get, we need to get our young black men out of jail for smoking weed. That should, that's the first thing we got to do that. Um, so and, and once we do that, then there'll be parents for their kids. The kids will be better raised. It just, you know, it'll just, it'll help the whole system. If we can fix our private prison industry should be outlawed. We shouldn't have a private prison. As a matter of fact, that should be illegal. We should have a jail. I'm not saying we shouldn't have a jail, but blocking people up for drug crimes. The war on drugs has marginalized people. It's racist when they say, you know, basically a gram of crack is worth a trunk load of, of powder cocaine. That was done by racist lawmakers. So racism does still exist, but we're never going to fix all of our racial, racial issues fighting each other. We have to come together some sort of way. Exactly. Thank you. You agree with us? Man, we agree. We yeah. agree. Holy I agree. Cow. Yes, yes, agree. yes. Okay. <laughs> Cool. Okay. No, no, no. Because, you know, I don't know who you are. Uh, yeah. you, know, I brought, you know, I'm bringing you on the show. You know, instantly you go, I don't know. I don't know where he stands. And I'm not sitting here saying that that's going to make or break the interview or our conversation because I'm yeah. I'm a good guy. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm Very really good guy. Good. Very nice guy. You're incredibly respectful. Thank you. I'm a genuinely good guy. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, so I always give the person no matter their you know, no matter where they stand on the spectrum, right. Uh, yeah. in their views, I always try to leave a little bit of respect on the, on the table. Um, and, and every, the lot of things that you've said so far, I'm very surprised about, right. Cause I was expecting some right-wing conservative right -wing guy. Yeah, I know. And I'm sorry for saying this, but this is the reason why I asked why you were on all these other conservative platforms is because I was seeing you on these conservative yeah. platforms and I'm like, Oh no, I don't know who I'm bringing yeah, on, but okay, but they, I'm bringing him on anyway. This is the last thing. The conservative platforms, say what you will, have are more free speech than the, the left ones. Believe that's it or not, very interesting. That is very interesting. Yeah, so. No, but that's but it's very interesting because okay, okay, I know we've been longer than I said we would. Oh, no, be. no, it's fine. Lie to your damn face. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. But here it is. You heard about the Bill Maher thing, right? Of course, yes. Uh, thing where he was like, I've, I'm, I'm still left. I, mm -hmm. I've never changed. It's just the left has become has just left me, right? Yeah. Um, or left where I stand. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you I think video, right? You know, he's getting interviewed by uh, Ben Shapiro. Yeah, and, and he's just like, oh, you know, I am still liberal. I am still left, but the left just went to the extreme left, and. Did it. That's exactly how I feel. I think Bill Maher nails it. I mean, you know, when he talks about like the left, you know, social justice, he's a social justice. I want social justice. But at the same time, it's the left has become where like they're just censor any free speech. You know, you're going to immediately get canceled. It, it's they've gone too far. We're now that's what I'm saying. That's why I ended up in the middle. I, I've always been a liberal person. I went to, you know, I lived in L.A. I went to LSU. You know, I mean, that's a you know, I mean, it's about 40 percent African-American black. I'm just saying I, I'm not I'm not a racist. I'm not a trans. I'm, I'm not any of the stuff the left will call me. I'm not mm -hmm. any of that. But they that's what they use. They use these labels. And that's why they're going after Bill Maher, because he said that he didn't think three year olds should be choosing their sex. And I tend to agree with that. If a three year old can't even pick their dinner, I don't think they should be able to pick their gender. But if you say that on the left, you're a transphobe racist. So that's where we're at. It's like and this is this is the last point I want to make. You look sure. at a guy like John Stewart. He's a very liberal uh, comedian. And he talked about how if he, he used really when his daily show was the number one show, he used to talk about the Iraq war. He was so against the war in Afghanistan. He said the weapons of mass destruction didn't exist. And he really went hard on the bushes. That's who he'd target. And he said if he did that show today, it would be considered misinformation and they would strike him on YouTube. So that's where we're at. Now we've come to this day and age where you can't even have a consenting opinion. If your opinion does not go with the mainstream media, you're basically, you know, thrown in a gulag, a digital gulag. So I guess what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way is we have to meet in the middle somehow. It doesn't matter your political side. We have to be able to see, like you have been so respectful of me. You probably thought I was going to be some right-wing conservative guy. No, and I have people on my show that I consider, you know, lefty kind of freaky people, you know, I mean, have really wild views. And because that's, 
I don't, I don't judge a person because of that. I like people that they're different than me. I don't want to be a drone robot and we shouldn't, we, we really should preach individuality and not just following the leader and, and going along to get along. So then let me ask you this. Cause uh, somebody else, uh, Lax Payne just said something that I thought was very interesting. Uh, uh I can't pull up. Let me pull up his, uh, his comment. If I can still find it here, uh, which Reagan, is very- go tigers. Uh, this is very interesting too. Uh, the don't say gay people. Okay, free, free speech people, and that's a very good question because you know, as we already know, this is a pass. This is a bill that they're trying to pass right now in Florida, in Florida yes. Senate right now, which is basically, uh, um, I mean, it's it's you know creating the the classroom discussion about sexual orientation and gender identity. Uh, it, it, this lacks. Let me tell you, let me tell you about this. The don't say gay bill, nowhere in the bill does it say gay. You can't even talk about heterosexual sex before I think it's third grade, not third grade. Um, I think it's before eight years old. I forget the age. But listen, well, you're saying, oh, they don't want free speech. I don't think we should be talking about sexuality with children. I think we should protect our children from those topics. Now, if a person has two you know, dads or something, they have a gay family, they're not going to go to jail. It's not illegal to have a gay family. So I think people are misconstruing this bill. And I'm not even saying this bill is so great. I'm not even trying to defend it. But the media will propagandize. They'll call it the don't say gay bill and nowhere in it does it say that. So it's like, for us, you got to do a little more research. And this is not me telling you what to do. I'm just saying, if the media tells you something, it's probably some sort of slanted propaganda lie. And it's probably not as bad as they say. It's like this. Racism does exist, but when you're at the grocery store, usually people are nice to you. Usually people aren't racist to you. And that's the same with this don't say gay bill. It's like, in theory, people aren't going to go to jail if they talk about gay stuff in the classroom. I just don't think that that's really what's going to happen. I think the bill is in place to protect kids. And and are we supposed to talk about sex with children? No. I mean, that's just how I feel. So. Yeah, okay. No, and, and that's fine. That's that's where you stand. I, I feel mm-hmm. like if, uh, you know, the, the conversation of orientation i mean in our most developmental years is when we start to figure out what we like and what we don't like or what we find attractive what we see as attractive and what is not attractive to us so i feel like the if you're snuffing that opportunity to actually keep that conversation on the table then you are going to have a lot of um uh, closed off children Close yes. off people who are just going to grow up to n- not really realize who they are, really. I think that's, that's the whole purpose, right? It's being able to be free to do what we want any old time, right? And I, and I agree with that. And th- there's another thing is people don't realize it's it's a small amount of people, but some kids are born intersexed with, you know, multiple genders. Like they might have a penis and vagina. And so that's why they have puberty blockers. So we do have to talk about some of these subjects, but at the same time, it's just a very nuanced gray area. I mean, I don't know if I don't want to just say this bill is so great. I'm not just standing by it, but it's not as bad as the media tells you N- anything. The media tells you, I just think it's going to be kind of a lie. So when they keep on saying it's a don't say gay bill, I don't know. If you really talk, if you really say gay, if you go to jail, I don't necessarily believe that. Mm, okay. I. Interesting. I, I mean, well, I mean, we're going to have to leave the conversation right there, yeah. unfortunately, <laughs> because, you know, I, I do have to wrap this this show up. But I do appreciate this conversation. Real talk. Um, you know, we everyone needs to have these conversations, opposing conversations and and uh, uh, surprisingly. Uh, agreeing conversations like-minded agreements here oh and somebody said racism doesn't exist in the grocery store i'm sure you can be racist at the grocery store i'm just talking about most of the time when you talk to people they're not dropping the n-word they're not yelling at you i'm just saying of course subtle racism always exists but i'm talking about overt racism most of the time people are just generally cordial to people most of the time obviously there's an exception to that well i I mean you know it's i feel like there is uh uh Okay, I'm going to say this, say it, say be it. respectful, yeah. but as a black man, the what I've experienced as far as racism on a daily basis mm-hmm. is nothing in comparison to maybe what you've experienced. I've experienced world. none. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean... Well, I mean, sure. I'm sure you've dealt with. Well, some- maybe. Yeah. I mean, like athletically or something. I remember right. in college, you know, I played at college football my freshman year. I mean, you know, I, uh, you know, I got uh, kind of like, you know, you suck because you're white. <laughs> I got that a little, a little bit, you know, but right. that's not that's not a big deal, you know. Right. So yeah. there's that. Right. Uh, yeah. So so when it comes to that, I feel like, you know, you're speaking. For- Respectfully, I'm saying this to you. Mm-hmm. 
you're speaking from a place that you don't know because you yeah, don't. You're that's not true. An, that's not true. An, I'm not a victim of that it. person's yeah. shoes. You see what I'm for saying? Sure. For so sure. So for, for us as black people or people of color, because uh, it's many shades of of brown out here. Yeah. All right. Uh, the daily base, the daily that we deal with is real. It is. Yeah. It, it, it is it, there. It okay. Blatant, it may be blatant right in your face, but it, it but it also can be subtle as well. And, and then, and days, and then there's days that you you don't deal with it. You know what I'm and, saying? Some days and you guys, walk out, you're like, "Damn, today was today a- was a good day." Yeah. Okay, but and, and that's another thing is there is driving while black. That is a real thing. I'm in the bail bond business where people get profiled for being black by cops. That's real. So and that's terrible. That's a disgusting thing. I think that's one of the worst things that could ever happen is somebody getting pulled over because they're driving a certain car and because you know they look a certain way. That's disgusting. I mean, and I would never defend that in my life. Yeah. So, but I, but I do, I get what you're, you're, you're saying. I do get what you're saying. Um, but it, I'm just it, talking it, about it, generally cordial. Yes, there's yeah. subtle racism all the way, and they're like, oh, yeah. I might not do this. But it's like very rarely at the grocery store, like, oh, I'm not going to check you out. I'm not going to check your. I'm not going to scan your groceries because you're black. And I just don't think that. No, happens. no, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. I mean, or yeah. you know, unless it's caught in some crazy Karens of the wild yeah. video. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I mean, that that kind of thing. Doesn't. Systemic racism, guys, is so real. I just want to say that I've actually been on debates about that. You're yeah, good. you're good, but I, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, it, it, it exists outside of that realm. Like, okay, it's my job to scan these, scan your food and your eggs and all that BS. Even though I, I do still hate you. Yeah. I still feel, feel some type of way about mm-hmm. who you are, or how you're dressed, or how you present yourself, or just the color of your skin. So mm-hmm. it does still exist, but at the same time, it's a little bit more subtle nowadays, unless it's some drunken tirade or some Karen male or female Karen losing their damn minds in the middle of a Central Park, you know, because they just feel righteous because they happen to be Caucasian, and that it- person happens to be a person of color. But, it- you know, this right. is the last thing because I know we got to end it, but I'm a culture vulture. I love black culture. And you're like, oh, what do you mean? You know, a culture appropriation, that's racist. I grew up listening to rap music. I love, I think the best comedians, some of the best actors are black men, you know, are black women too. I'm just saying, I don't, I, this America was built meant to be a melting pot. We're supposed to take a little bit from each culture and we're supposed to blend together. And so that's why I think, you know, personally for me is I love the black man, the black woman. And I'm not saying that's a virtue signal. I just think that we need to stop marginalizing each other and actually go after the evil people that are making our lives bad. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, man. Uh, And, you know, of course, this is a conversation that we can have even longer and and stress this out even more and all that. But uh, Alex, again, thank you so much for being on, chopping it up with me and all that. It's been it's been fun. You know what I'm saying? All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good one, man. Peace. See ya. All right, guys. Well, that's the show. I appreciate all y'all for being on and uh, and, and being a part of the conversation. Totally different. Totally. Uh, 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 it was fun to have a conversation with somebody uh, and just talk about things that are going on in the world. Because you know what? Let's be real. There's a lot going on. There's a lot. All right. And uh, we have to have these kind of conversations before I put out put on this outro music. Real talk, we got to have these conversations, you know what I mean? Uh, whether they are, uh, whether you agree with that person or not, it's nice to have that open discussion and just talk, right? Regardless, regardless, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I, I'm glad Lax Paint, because, you know, my that's my brother right there, Lax Paint, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I enjoyed that conversation, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? We talk, we have the conversation, right? We expand each other's minds by having that open conversation. That's just how it should be. That's how it should be, right? But anyway, guys, I appreciate all y'all for being on. And it's also nice to have somebody else on the show to talk to, bounce back and forth, chop it up with, talk about what's going on in this world. You see what I'm saying? Other than just juicy Smullet. Just saying. Be sure to go follow his channel, please. Alex Stein's channel. All right. Conspiracy Castle. We have uh, uh, the mods have been doing their due diligence in putting his uh, his link to his show, his channel 
in the chat. So please go and follow that if you enjoyed that conversation and you if you enjoyed his energy. That's some that's some that's a hell of an energy he got right there. You know what I'm saying? Debbie, thank you so much again for putting it back up there. I appreciate that. All right. We're going to be having more conversations with other people on this show on this show more often. Get used to it. There's going to be a lot of people coming on that have opposing views and like-minded views. So be ready for it. It's going to be fun. Okay. So anyway, I got to get going, guys. But I do appreciate all y'all for taking the time to check out this show. Please do me a favor before we get going. Hit that like button down below. And also, hey, if you're listening to this on podcast, hello. I appreciate all y'all. Please go follow my podcast all right this will be on this will be out there in podcast form very very shortly so please go check it out please follow please share you see what i'm saying hit that follow button and of course hit that patreon all right go to the patreon.com uh, forward slash the pascal show i got some behind behind the scenes videos and all that stuff that are coming out that are already out but i have more coming up soon so please go do that. Hit that subscribe button. Send the, those subscriptions all the way up. I really su- appreciate your support. Huh, can't even talk. I'd really appreciate your support. And I'll be seeing you guys very, very soon. Okay? It's time to get going. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. And I'll see you guys very soon. This is the Pascal Show. Bye.